Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to Time and Attention, the podcast dedicated to helping you become a better, more intentional human being. I'm the host of the show, Chris Bailey. This is episode number 68, Our Daily Habits. What do you mean by daily habits? I mean some habit you do every day. Thank you for coming to Time and Attention. The end. (laughs) The end. This is the end of the podcast. How does it feel, Arden, to be at the end of the podcast? All right. We talked about it. No, this will be a fun topic to to go through because I think you and I have very, very different approaches to this. I keep things nice and simple um, and you you don't. How is this not simple? I'm holding up my phone to show her the app Streaks, which is my uh, daily habit tracker of choice. How, How is that not a simple app, wife? It's a simple app, but I think the whole concept of daily habits and what we're talking about today, I think you tend to make it a little more complicated. What do you mean though? So I'll back up and give a little bit of context about what we're talking about here. So the idea that we wanted to talk about are are things that you try to do every day. And specifically, we're going to focus in on on things that we're actively tracking and Mm -hmm. habits that we're actively tracking and moving towards in our daily lives. Yeah. And we both happen to use a specific app for this. So we both use this app called Streaks. You can use other things like Strides. And I think there's probably a billion other t- apps that do this. But it basically is just a very simple interface that allows you to click a button when you do a certain thing a day. And I think in the past on this podcast, I have mentioned that I am personally very motivated by stupid digital badges. So, And this is the uh, canonical example of a stupid digital badge. If you search for the app Streaks on the App Store. Uh, by the way, uh, a good friend of mine, Mike Schmitz, he he did a little roundup for a website called The Sweet Setup, where he looked at the best habit tracking app for iOS. And Streaks was the one that he settled on. And it's available for Android. It's available... I don't know. Does anybody have a Windows phone? Maybe, maybe it's for that too. But whatever platform you use, whatever mobile platform you use, this app should live on it. Uh, and this is our go-to daily habit tracking platform. Uh, it has these little circles, six of them, in fact. You, you have six, right? I use six. That's, I have tried 12, but that didn't oh, work. Yeah, we 12, can dive into that one 12 later, is overkill, but, but uh, six is kind of the, the default. And when you select them all, when you do them all, the app turns gold. They, all, the, all these circles turn to gold and it's quite satisfying. But what this app is, is it's just a, a streak tracker. So for every day that you do one of these habits, we, we each have six of them that we'll share over the course of this episode, uh, you can create streaks. You can see how many days in a row you're doing something for. And the idea behind it is you don't want to break the streak. There's a bit of loss aversion, I, I think, is the uh, economies for it. Uh, but uh, that psychology helps you stick with your habits. At least that's the theory behind it. Yeah, and a lot of digital services have something like this already built in, right? If you use a fitness tracker or an Apple Watch or anything like that, it almost certainly gives you some kind of positive reinforcement or positive yeah, encouragement when you've done something consistently. You'll get some kind of alert saying, well done, you've done seven days of activity in a row. Uh, Yeah, you'll get some kind of glorious reinforcement to let you know that you're making progress towards some kind of goal. And I mean, this is so this is very common in in fitness trackers in particular comes to mind for me. And and even things like Focusmate gives you daily track or trackers or weekly trackers to show how many weeks in a row that you've been using these kinds of focused productivity apps. And so I think 
This is very common on individual services. The nice thing about streaks though, or these kinds of uh, habit tracker apps is that you can specifically track anything. It's not, it's not, it isn't linked to a fitness tracker. It isn't linked to a specific service you're using. You can use it to track any kind of um, habit that you're trying to form. And that's why I particularly like being able to track this because so I little teaser, I use these to try to um, make myself more aware of new things that I'm trying to change or remove in my daily habits. So if I'm Specifically trying to start taking vitamin D because I know it's the winter and it's Canada, so we basically have no sun. Um, But I'm terrible at taking vitamin D regularly. And so this is something this winter I'm actively trying to get better at, and I'm using streaks to try to reinforce that. So I don't use these kinds of things for the long term, and I think that's one of the big differences between how you and I use these kinds of apps. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious a little bit about how this plays into your, your daily life. Like, How do you choose what makes it onto this Habit tracker. I was wrong, by the way. Streaks is not available for Android. Quite, quite a sad occurrence. But uh, my friend Thomas Frank, he's he he runs the the YouTube channel, the website College Info Geek, and he recommends uh, his go to ones are Habitica, which kind of makes a game out of following through your daily habits. Uh, Habitify. That's a nice name. Mm-hmm. Habitify. Uh, that's abil- available for Android, iOS, and the Mac. Strides is another popular one for iOS. Coach.me is one for Android, iOS, and the web. And Beeminder, B-E-E-M-I-N-D-E-R, helps you mind... No, it helps you track your habits. Yeah, and Beeminder is actually really... It's pretty widely used. I know things like... What if you have bees? I'm not really sure, but oh. I know um, Focusmate actually integrates with with Beeminder specifically. So Beeminder has all sorts of integrations because it's quite widely used. So you know what you use to track bees? GPS. Har- harmonic radar technology. Good to know. Look it up. <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Chris Google's Things Live. <laughs> Well, now that I know how to track bees for my post PhD research, which I'm sure will be on bees, yeah, um, bringing it back to habits, yeah, I think there are a billion different apps you can do for this. I I think you and I prefer Streaks because mm. um, it, it's very simple. The interface is very nice and simple. But this isn't. We're not promoting Streaks specifically. We're promoting the service that Streaks. Yeah, we're, we're promoting the idea behind it. Though that said, it's probably the best app for this if you're in the Apple ecosystem. According to Mike Schmitz, uh, links to all this stuff will be in the show notes. All right. So what do you use these kinds of apps to track? Well, first of all, are you impressed by my streaks? Yes, they're all gold. Chris did a good yeah. job today. So I, I recently updated these 39 days ago. Uh, and I know it's been 39 days because I have a few habits that are at 39-day streaks. Uh, those habits are, are pretty easy, but I, I, I mostly have the first two for the saddest. Shall we do two at a time? Sure. So you use yours mostly for habits that you want to form, right? Yeah. I use these for a very short amount of time for each habit. Like until it becomes a until habit? Until it becomes a uh, habit. Okay. So I don't use this to keep reinforcing a habit once it's part of my routine. Um, so things that, that I have done in the past for this are like get up at a consistent hour when I was getting up at a very inconsistent time during, in particular, when I was like really in crunch mode, trying to get my job market paper done before this job market for, um, go back a couple episodes and you'll find out why. Yeah, but, fun. uh, <laughs> when I was, when I was really trying to get up at a consistent time to get really into a routine, 
um, I did have a habit to, to track towards that progress. But now that that is a very established part of my routine and I'm getting up just naturally at, an, at a very regular time, I, I no longer track that. So I keep it pretty simple. Once something is part of my life, I get rid of it. Yeah. And I, I use it a bit for that. Um, I, I mostly use it until a habit becomes invisible in my life for a while. Uh, so for me, the best habits are ones I don't have to remember to do every day. I guess that's what makes it a habit. There's a cue that triggers the habit. There's the routine of doing the habit itself. And then there's the reward of uh, the consequences of having done it. And the different cues that we have, of course, fall into a, a lot of different categories. They can include the presence of certain people that trigger uh, a habit. They can include uh, a previous behavior that we have ritualized that trigger a habit. They can include a time of day. So you wake up at 8 a.m. every day, for an example. Uh, they can also include a, a certain place. And so you enter the office and you immediately make yourself a cup of coffee, let, let's say. Uh, so the, the way that I use this habit tracking app is I wait until uh, enough of these cues and plant themselves into my life that the habit essentially becomes invisibly automatic, which is the point that we want our habit to be, depending on the complexity of it, depending on the effort that a habit takes, depending on how much willpower it requires at the beginning. This can take alternate different times. Uh, and so I, I don't know if the habits that we are actively investing in right now are an accurate representation of the habits that comprise our daily lives, but they're definitely an accurate representation of the habits that we want to implant into our daily lives. And so I, I, will, I will kick us off uh, with the, the first two. The, these are kind of the low-hanging fruit. And honestly, I largely, largely have them in this app to kind of pat myself on the back and say, good job, and to get to six habits on this screen. Uh, the, the first one is take my daily probiotics. Nice. Isn't that uh, exciting? So exciting. Seed.com, uh, the best probiotics that I've found. Not a sponsor, no affiliation, anything like that. They seem to have some good, cold, hard science and research behind them. They have a team of scientists that work for them. And daily vitamin D. I, I take 4,000 international units a day. I should put on my lawyer hat and say that the advice on the podcast should not be construed as blah, blah, blah. Don't don't take any of our advice for health reasons. Talk to a doctor before taking vitamin D, I guess. But that is another one on my list because, especially because of my mood dipping uh, every winter time. Because as you mentioned, it's winter in Canada and it's pitch blackout right now, and it's it's five p.m. It is yeah. so. I will get through my two boring ones first. Okay, well, we're starting well, off with a banger. With vitamin D is also on my <laughs> oh, list, okay. as I mentioned. Do so. we have any other duplicates? Do you have probiotics on yours? Or no, no, I don't. Okay, all right. I You're... used to, and now that's a routine, so I don't oh, have that nice, in there. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so I do have vitamin D because that is something I just always, for whatever reason, I take probiotics and they're beside the vitamin D and I just forget the vitamin wow. D. So now I have vitamin D in here because... Yeah, seasonal affect depression is a real thing in Canada. Disorder. And, oh, sorry. Uh, my bad. Uh, seasonal affect disorder <laughs> is a thing in Canada. And it's cold and dark here and yeah. there's no vitamin D. Why so, do we live here? <laughs> I mean, it's a great country to live in. So. Yeah, it's not bad. And we live in a part of Canada that's not particularly cold. It's and our just not a lot of light. is very handsome. That's, that is the hair. word on the street. Although so, after he shaved his beard, I've heard mixed uh, opinions on, on, on the new look. Bring back the beard. Anyway. Build back beard. Not quite the same. Okay. Anyway, um, 
I, yeah, so I have vitamin D on here and I'm not killing it on this one. I have a one day streak right now. So once I take what? them today, I will have That's a two like day the, streak. Can, can I see your list? No, because a bunch of these are, well, yeah. Of okay. Co- yeah, of course. They're, they're mean, kind of new. We're going to hear them all anyway. Okay. Oh, you, you don't have many. Well, you have one streak on here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to streak shame you. Well, a bunch so of these are new. So back. that's why it's exciting. So vitamin D. Vitamin D. And then the other second one, which is the one I have a very long streak on, oh. is activity rings. So closing all of my rings. Oh. The nice thing about on the this Apple particular Watch. app is that it... It does integrate with um, Apple Health. And I've been finding that I've been doing a lot of desk work lately mm. and I'm not getting my stand goal. So I'm not consistently getting movement throughout the day. And that's something I want to actively be more mindful about. And so I've added the activity rings just to give me that little push to fill all of them. Because I usually fill the exercise in the move ring. I like, yeah. I always get my daily exercise. It's just Look at this you. continuous movement that is a problem for me because I will just kind of tunnel in and not move from my desk for four or five hours in a row. Nice. So those are the the first two that are kind of boring. Nice. But, mm-hmm. So I will pick my my next two that are not the most interesting two, but I guess the two that live in kind of the middle. Oh, speaking of seasonal affect disorder, something that I find uh, incredibly helpful for this time of year. I don't know if you, you listeners, astute listeners, if they go back and listen to the previous episode, they might notice that I sound happier in this episode, a bit more... Uh, full of life, if you will. That's just not the vitamin D, though I do love that vitamin D. Uh, that's because of my happy light. I, I highly recommend if your mood dips during the winter time and uh, do get advice from a professional because this can actually have adverse effects, especially if you have a condition such as bipolar uh, disorder, it can trigger a manic episode. But for those uh, of us who do not have such ailments, uh, disease, it it can work better. Uh, For me, the happy light is a lifesaver. I feel just amazing. I feel like, you know, Edward, our our turtle, who we mention on the podcast from time to time, when uh, they bask underneath the light of that lamp. Oh, I feel like that when I'm reading the morning paper in front of this happy light. Uh, The Wirecutter, wirecutter wirecutter.com, owned by the New York Times, has a wonderful recommendation uh, for the best happy light, or sad light, uh, often it's called. I I, I prefer the term happy because it's better to be happy than sad. And to have a light make you feel that way, that's pretty good. Nice. The other one, the other one, a 39-day streak for exercise. Kind of boring. I should have led with that, but I find that helps with mood as well. Yeah, I guess people are getting two layers of tips, aren't they? The mm-hmm. the daily habits that may be worth adding into your life, which we're doing, but also some tips for combating this uh, the winter doldrums. All right, what's number uh, what's number three and f- or four and three for you? I'm not going to rank these, but the okay. next two I'm going to talk about are. Uh, meditation. So this is actually something I do do fairly consistently. Do do. The problem is, and I noticed that I'm not doing it on the weekends. Like I think there's oh. just something about week. I mean, I normally have more time and more flexibility on the weekends. So maybe that's why I don't do it because I'm not like structuring my day. And yeah. So then the day becomes midnight and I've not meditated that day. It doesn't day. exist within a, a framework. Yeah. So this is actually something I've recently, I think only in the last week, re-added into the app because it was, it was a, a habit that I had been, I had a really long streak on 
Um, but I wasn't doing it consistently on weekends all of a sudden. And so this is something I re-added back to, to kind of be more mm. aware of the fact that I want to be able to keep this habit up, not just Monday to Friday. And that speaks to another incredible use for these apps. They don't just help uh, you track the habits that you want to form. Uh, they can also help you track the habits that you have formed in the past, but whether it's because uh, COVID has kind of like up uh, upended all of our daily routines, kind of like some kid flipping a Monopoly board almost some days. It really allows you to plant those cues again in your day and find a few that'll stick with, with these new routines. Yeah. And the nice thing is, I mean, this was something I found. I used to use Strides, which was a different app, and now I'm using Streaks. But So Strides um, is, a, is a similar It's a very similar thing. thing. And both of them allow you to actually build in the cues by getting certain notifications at certain times of day. Mm. So, um, Or they'll just like randomly give you a reminder to, have you done this thing today? And if you haven't, you can go do it. So I know uh, meditation was one of the ones that by nine at night, if I haven't meditated, I'll get a notification that says, oh, make sure you think about this specific um, this specific habit that you want to, to focus on. And I, I like that it can kind of build in the cue part of it because I think a big yeah. part of this is it does give you more awareness of specific habits that you are trying to to develop or, or change or re-add or whatever it is for you. So it brings that awareness piece, but it also gives you that like, weird reinforcement, right? It gives you that positive reinforcement by getting a nice gold screen, which is silly, it's but I mean, satisfying. I'm so motivated by these dumb digital badges. So whatever works, it helps with both the awareness and the reward part. So that's great. And then I guess I have to tell you my fourth app. Number three, oh, if yeah. we're counting up to one, one being the most interesting, I guess, to talk about? Uh, let's leave the numbers to me. Okay. I'm going to talk about my fourth app. What do you know about numbers? <laughs> this is a, a uh, PhD in, well, a almost PhD things. in economics. Almost. Knock on wood. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, the fourth uh, uh, habit that I actively track is updating a life tracking spreadsheet, mm. which sounds so boring and so nerdy. But I do have a spreadsheet where I actively track progress towards different things. So wow. um, I one of the things I really wanted to be mindful of during the job market. So pretty much everybody you talk about who goes through this economics job market says, oh, it's going to be really stressful and you'll probably gain weight. One of the things I really didn't want to do was gain weight during the job market. So one of the things to try to make sure I was like very aware of what... Uh, what was happening with regards to my weight was tracking it every single day. And mm. so I have a tracking sheet where I have tracked my weight throughout the whole job market and I haven't gained weight during the job market, hey. which is nice. Um, and then the other thing uh, that I track is my my daily word count, which is, um, we'll talk about that in the next little preview of what my oh. next habit is. But um, one of the things that I am tracking is how much I'm writing every day towards my my dissertation. Nice. Yeah, so you're almost I can done. See progress. Yeah, the nice thing is that it is almost done. So we uh, get emails, eh? People asking about your thesis. Oh, it'll be done this spring, guys. This job market spring thing is, is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting, but stressful. Whew, yeah, apps like this come in handy. <laughs> yeah, it just gives you a little gold star when nothing else gives you a gold star in this no. job market. <laughs> we're, we're, we're having we're we're having fun. Yeah, it is a fun time, but it's also kind of stressful. Who's your favorite economist? So I have a lot of friends who are economists. And uh, so I'm not going to pick anybody that I personally know because okay. I have all of my friends are economists. And I also really admire some of the work of people like my supervisor and people that I directly work with. That's who a great are, cop out. Who answer. are all amazing. Like, no, I just, I work with some phenomenal people and just 
unbelievable people that I'm very grateful to work with on a mm. like daily basis. So I will exclude people that I personally know because I think what I, I know what you're trying to ask is like big picture. Are there any big economists that people should be aware of? And I think John List wrote a book um, called The Y-Axis mm. a couple of years. I guess this is almost a decade ago when I was in my undergrad, didn't want, know what I wanted to do after my my undergrad and he wrote this book on experimental economics and what you can learn by oh. designing these real world field experiments. So that was the book that made me want to be an economist. What would you give me if I got him on the next episode? A big hug. I've seen oh. him talk in, in seminars and stuff and he's he he's, does really, really interesting work and hmm. I think really applicable work. He can make economics seem really exciting. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That, it, that's it is a possible. Tall, that's a tall order. It is very possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you do sometimes. Yeah, I think I make economics sound exciting. But yeah. anyway, John List's work is really, John really List. cool. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll have to check him out. And listeners will, uh, will know, I guess, especially people listening to the back catalog, uh, if uh, we're successful in, in getting him uh, on the next episode. But all right, now, now we're on to number two. Or five, oh. depending on how you're counting this. I, I, I'm counting up to one. Because I, I am, I, I'm doing mine by least to most interesting. Ooh, this is tough. But I am going to go with having a small handful of barberries. That's so lame. <laughs> so barberries, they're often on top. I don't know if you ever get a shawarma plate and they have the rice with, with the little purpley, orangey, glowy little dried fruit on top of the rice. It's a, it's often on top of Middle Eastern dishes and stuff. It, it turns out that barberries, uh, out of all the dry fruits in the world, have the most antioxidants out of any, any dry fruit that has been measured. Uh, the amount of antioxidants in barberries is positively off the charts. And because of the, this high antioxidant content, there, there have been studies on uh, acne, treating acne with barberries. And th- these uh, barberries are more powerful than, than a lot of prescription um, medications. So one, one study referenced by Michael Greger, he has a, a great video, a friend of the podcast. He, mm-hmm. He's been on, uh, on the podcast before, if you search our back catalog. Um, he looked at what studies that, that looked at double-blind, randomized, uh, placebo-controlled clinical trials for moderate to severe acne and found that they were significantly effective against it. And so it might sound like a weird item on this list, um, but it's it's one that I find makes a really uh, big difference. And as you can see right now in my face, I'm, I'm glowing. So you are that's, glowing. that's number two for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they also taste kind of nice, and yeah. they're so cheap. They're kind of sour. They're a little sour, Tart. but it's like a it's like a sour raisin almost. Yeah. Um, they're they're really I love these, and yeah. I I eat these too. Uh, they're really great. Yeah, and, and they're supposed to be good for your skin. And if so. you ever meet us both, we'll, we'll we'll be the ones glowing in the crowd from the barberries. <laughs> sure, yeah. and the happy light apparently. Yeah, well, I'll be glowing because I'll it'll be shining on me <laughs> as we talk. Yeah, and the big reveal number one, I guess, is what you're no call number it? two for you. Oh, I, oh yeah, we're, we're I, really I'm gonna make people out. wait for number one. Okay, well, since I kind of alluded to it, I might okay. the fifth one on my list because I'm not ranking these in in order of interest or something like that. Shame on you, is, may, may I say, is writing 500 words a day. Um, hmm. There are a lot of as as we've talked about on the podcast, 
There are a lot of things happening right now. And writing is a bit of a slog when you're just like stressing about whether or not you're going to get emails. So um, I have, I'm trying to be a productive while I'm going through the job market, which is uh, nice because I have this little habit app where I can click a button if I've written 500 words each day. Love it. Mm-hmm. Number one for me. This is a new one as of two weeks ago, uh, but I am finding the benefits of this for mood, for just o- overall energy to be quite, quite profound. And that is, oh, it, I, I should say before, before sharing what it is, as if it's like a suspenseful thing for a lot, as if people are waiting on their seat to, to find out number one. Um, I, I was so against this habit. When you mentioned a while back that you did this, I thought, there is no way I am ever going to do this. I enjoy my mornings way too much to ever do this. But these days, when I hop in the shower about halfway through, I will turn the knob so that the water becomes ice cold for about a minute. I find that it shocks my body and then I go hot again and then one minute at the end to to finish off on cold. I, I haven't seen much compelling research on uh, cold showers. If, if you know of some, please send it in. Uh, I'll, I'll continue to try to dig on this topic. Uh, but I, I know you do these too, and, and the benefits are, are quite, quite interesting. And I feel uh, after this shower, mobilized for the day. And, and nothing is as difficult as the very first cold shower. Uh, but you do it for 15 seconds the first time, and then you do it for 30 seconds. Once you get used to the 15, then you turn it a bit colder, and then you go up to 45, then you go up to a minute until you're on this, this ice bath of liquid shards of water just uh, throwing themselves at you out of the shower tap, and you feel fully ready to take on the day after. Wow, that was visceral. Yes. Um, yeah, this is something I've been doing for a long time. I actually had a, a doctor and a nutritionist tell me I should try interval showers because I used to feel cold all the time. Mm. And so having really, really hot showers can affect how like dilated your your blood vessels are or mm. something like that. That's what they say. I, I haven't seen yeah, any honestly, research. Honestly, I did effect. try to look this up on Google Scholar and I don't see a lot of like peer-reviewed evidence for this, but they make but, me feel a little and I'm, I'm never cold anymore. So and yeah. I do these, I've been used doing these for years. So yeah. I don't know if they work, but they in my head they work. You're cold because you lost all that thesis weight. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So my last. One. Oh, what is your number one? This is the one with the the shortest streak because oh. I haven't. I, I've done it today, but I didn't do it before. Okay. Uh, so it's a one day streak. Wow. And this is. Is it even worth mentioning? Is it a streak? Well, no. I think this is exactly worth mentioning because I use this app for things I'm actively trying to get better Perfect. at or, or continue. Perfect. Um, and mine is stuck to my email schedule. So oh. as I've mentioned, um, the job market is very much at this point in the, at this phase in the economics job market, I'm mostly just waiting to hear back on like applications or interviews. So I'm, yeah. I'm really just waiting to hear for the next step. So there's not a lot of stuff I can be actively doing other than just updating my paper. So I could just out of anxiety, just constantly check email. I bet a lot of people do. And I, I mean, I think it's very tempting to basically spend all day just checking email. And so to try Oof. to have some mental separation from from that whole experience of just constantly checking your email, um, I've actually set an email schedule for myself where I only check email at two specific predefined times each day. And so I have a little habit tracker where I give myself a little... Thumbs up if I, and by thumbs up, I mean I mark this habit as done for the day. 
um, if I only checked email during those predetermined times. When are those? 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. Wow. Mm -hmm. That would be very difficult. Yeah, right now it is for sure. Um, but I, I have, I mean, last week, this, this streak was more than one. I, I had like a five day streak and I was feeling really good. And then yesterday, I think a lot of fly out invites were sent out. And so I was, I was a little more anxious yesterday. So I was checking more, wow. but I'm back on track. And I think having the awareness is good to just kind of mind my own actions where I'm like, oh, if I check my email today, I won't get that habit app or <laughs> habit streak. So it's, I just, I like this and I, I think you, you kind of prioritize things that you can have really long streaks on and I prioritize things that I'm actively trying to improve right now. Love mm. it. Mm -hmm. So track your habits, the ones you want to form, the ones you want to solidify, the ones you have dropped. Streaks is our app of choice. I think it's just a, a few dollars on the app store, but Habitica is another good option. Uh, Habitify, Strides, B, Minder, Coach, Dot me. Uh, lots of good options out there, regardless of what platform you want to do this on. And of course, good old-fashioned paper is always uh, welcome as well. Mm -hmm. You can do this even in a spreadsheet. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, if you want to be all econ about it. But on that note, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see next week or in a couple weeks if we're able to get Mr. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? John List. John, Dr. John List, I, yes. I would imagine. Uh, doctorate of economics uh, for the podcast uh, and uh, yeah th th this has been a fun one it's fun to go through our habits uh, hopefully you have some habits that you're trying to form in the new year or maybe just solidifying from before if you happen to be setting resolutions that's great if you're not that's great too but chances are uh, there are some habits that you're interested in acquiring renewing or reviving so thank you for joining us for another episode of time and attention. We hope you have a wonderful week. We'll see you in a couple Tuesdays. Bye.